This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. You know, I think I think we should start with the only winner in town right now, Pat. The only the only team that goes into hostile environments like Boston and doesn't and choke itself. Yes, New York and splits two out of two the uh, two out of four. The Minnesota Twins. Joey Gallo coming back, hitting a bomb. Write that down point for old Mackinac here. Ten <laughs> runs. Uh, and. Uh... Of course, the fact that the night before they threw up uh, and lost the game was, uh, you know, you could, uh, it's nice. The great thing about baseball is the next day you can change the narrative completely. And uh, they bombed Corey Kluber, who I saw pitch on opening day a little bit. I was watching it and he was terrible. He's got nothing left. He was their opening day starter. That's how bad the pitching is for the Red Sox but he's got nothing left and they hammered him. And uh, what are we going to do? Jorge is on the way back. I guess Julian's going to have to go back to St. Paul, huh? But uh, I think that kid can hit. He had a, here here was the stat last night though. I heard it on the radio. I was in the car and pro was Miranda Buxton. uh, Not Gallo wasn't in the group. Kepler. Larnick. And Larnick were one. For fifty what? going into the game, one a combined one for fifty going into the game, and then what they end up with, they knocked in six run, five or six runs, and got got a bunch of hits. That did not include Gallo, who hadn't done much uh, before he got hurt either. But that's I've never heard a stat like that. And then they all, and then Corey Kluber got them all out of the slump with one uh, one easy. Uh, one easy move there. Uh, I don't know. Larnick's a Larnick's a regular, right? They got easy. He's you, you got to keep playing him because there's something in that bat. He can go through straightaway center field and Fenway. Uh, you got to keep playing him. I I don't think he's helpless against left-handers. Uh, so it'll it'll it will be interesting to see where where we end up here. The only guy who didn't get any hits last night, Carlos Correo, for five. So uh, awesome. that was that was interesting, but hey, they go out and explode. And Joe Ryan's numbers now, going back to September, are uh, pretty off the charts. I mean, mm-hmm. yesterday he gave up three runs, which is a lot for him, but his numbers are phenomenal. So is he a, is he a number one starter? Do you think in three months from now? Do you think we're going to say, all right, he's the he's an actual he's one of the fifteen best starting pitchers in baseball. He's an actual ace. 
Uh, I don't think he's got it. You know, he's got the, he's got the, is he, is he throwing the sweeper now? Is it the, the I know he's throwing a slider. Is he's it, are we calling sweeper. it a, we're yeah. calling it a sweeper, not yeah. a slider? Well, a he does, he does have a better breaking pitch than he had before. So, um, yeah, I don't know. He's, uh, He's certainly a good acquisition for Nelson Cruz. We give these guys some hard times about some yeah. of the trades they make, but uh, uh, it's good. I, I would say he's your number two guy on this. If he's a number one starter, then and he's your number two starter, that's pretty good, isn't it? So, uh, mm-hmm. uh, but it, I still think it's a pitching, good pitching, uh, mediocre hitting team, and that's what they will remain. I think they're. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I I don't think it's going to be a real offensive juggernaut. Now, if Buxton becomes a threat instead of an out, that's uh, that's that's interesting too. But uh, yeah, I mean, come home, play Washington, freeze to death. But then the Yankees are here next week. Are we going to get our revenge? Are we going to hit somebody in the shoulder or something against the Yankees? Or are we just going to let them pick on us and throw at our head whenever they want to? Hey, did, did you see Scherzer got tossed from the Mets yes. Dodgers game yesterday? I'm telling you, based on what happened Saturday. Yeah, so we're going to so we're going to let Herman's going to wander around for an hour with crap on his hand, and we're yes, going to give yes. him 16 warnings. I told you, go wash your hands, son. And then Max Scherzer yeah. comes out with like. The standard yeah, but, rosin but, and sweat combination gets Now, I think because he's an idiot, okay, because, you know, <laughs> we're still mad at him for 10 years ago, but, uh, or however many years ago it was. And, and Bellino was the guy who wanted to molest, uh, almost grab Bumgarner's crotch last year when he was uh, inspecting his hand because he was mad at him. But their quotes were, they haven't seen so much crap on a guy's hand in his life. I don't care. They keep saying sweat and rosin. Well, rosin is a foreign sus- substance if you turn it into paste, which is what they're doing. You know, it, it's uh, but look, I, Major it's, League Baseball is giving them a rosin well, bag, right? I mean, yes, but they should have to pick it up and throw it down. They shouldn't be able to it's rub in the dugout. They That's shouldn't the be in the dugout, be able to rub their hand on it and uh, you know turn it into you know super glue. I think they they've probably been doing this. <laughs> They've probably been doing this for two years since the band started, and uh, it's just gotten completely out of control. But you're right. The impetus for this is baseball was embarrassed at what they did with Herman in, in New York, and now they've told them to crack down again. Although I did see there was a memo, and somebody had it online yesterday, the day before, there, there was a memo they sent out before the season that they were going to crack down on that again this year because they obviously are suspicious. But, I mean, why is – if rosin isn't a little powdery thing, which is what it's supposed to be, then it can't be legal, can it? If you can turn it into this substance, you, it can't be legal. Well, and and, and, this, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but the spirit of rosin is not supposed to be to create tact. It's supposed to no. actually – it's supposed yes, to dry so. out your hand yeah, they keep and the pitchers keep talking about their hand. They want their hands tacky. Well, that's what they're trying to get rid of. Not having your hands tacky is you know the the tackiness is what caused the whole big stink in the first place. So uh, you know we should have been smart enough to know that the pitchers wouldn't stop 
trying to do stuff, right? You're, you're not gonna, you know, what work you're gonna be. I think a guy like Scherzer and these guys have been around saying, ah, they'll just forget about this in a couple of years because these inspections they do after the end, the half minutes are, are ridiculous. The guy goes, ah, okay, good, you know. So, I'm, you know, Max, tough luck, Mac. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I'm with the umpires on this one, but he's going to, you know, he's going to, I heard uh, MLB Network as uh, on radio was talking about it. I was in the car and they were like, oh, Mac, he's had, Max has had his whole career as an ethical guy and he would never do this. Yes, he would. He's trying to get the ball to move more. And, uh, you know, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's using a non. I th- I do believe him when he says it's sweat it's and rosin. Yeah, I, I believe. I don't. I don't think he's got some other like third substance. I. I yeah, do but believe we him. don't have to. We don't have to. You know, the fact that they tell him to go wash their hands, they're just putting more water on it for his hands so he can make a better <laughs> paste. That's basically what they're doing. So yeah, if you if you tell a guy your hand is too sticky, go wash it, and it comes back and it's still sticky. Throw them out of the game. Well, That's, and they uh, they claim now though that that it it's tough to get that paste off, I guess, and and so like they're actually going back there and they get alcohol out and use that to try and clean their their hand. It's this very what? intricate explanation. Here's my question though: Are they now going to toss all of these guys because this is clearly a problem still? Yes, yes. And, and they gave a warning one time, and now it's like, nope, you're gone. Hmm. Well, no, him. He'd been he'd been told to do the same thing as mm-hmm. they they as Herman, yes. as Herman, and he, you know, that. Well, did you see the quotes from? I think it was Cuzzy. Might have been the other guy. I just thought you see the quotes about they've never had a. It's the most. It's the stickiest hand they've ever encountered. Yeah. That they, that they 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 grabbed his hand and their hand stuck to his hand. Yeah, right. I mean, it was like what a cartoon, Gary. It was like funny, you know. So the hell with them. You know, they got to. You're just going to have to say the only rosin that you can use is when the bag is laying out there behind the pitcher's mound, and you can pick it up and then yeah. throw it back down. They can, you know, that's where they're good. They can't trust what they're doing to that dugout, for God's sake. No, you know, they should. They should every, not let these guys go. They should just have to sit cross-legged, like <laughs> by the by the bat, the, the batter circle well, or something. Well, we got everybody. We got run prevention coordinators and everything. We got scientists. There's probably a scientist in that dugout right now. You know. Coming up with concoctions to put on her hand and with a just tell, them, just tell them it's rosin. Like a witch they, just stirring just the pot. This thing. They use it on spacecraft, but we it's just uh, you know we it, this is what they keep the machines together when they're going to the moon. But we're going to put yeah. them on your hand and tell them it's rosin. Hey, here's another question for you. Just kind of back to the twins, uh, the twins pitching discussion. So. You know what? What are we in now? Year six, year seven of Derek Falvey, sixteen or seventeen, 16, eighteen, uh, nineteen. Uh, seventeen was the first season. Sixteen so, was. Uh, they were hired in November of sixteen. So we're like we're like six years into this thing, right? Mm-hmm. And we have, I think, justifiably, we've had uh, a few criticisms of his inability to develop pitching. Develop that, pitching. That's why they brought him in. They're gonna they're gonna steal from the from the Cleveland pipeline. So I just look, we're 15 games in, so let's yeah. let's be a little careful here. But 
the Twins, for the first time, I think, in my life, are leading Major League Baseball in strikeouts per nine innings. Yes, they They've are. always been either pitch to contact or they've been trying to be a strikeout artist staff the last five years, and they just but, haven't had the horses. But to your original point, none of them developed by this. None of them brought it. However he's done it. Right. Yeah. However, he's done it. They they have they have right now they have the best strikeout pitching staff in all of baseball. Yeah, it's uh, it is a, it is astounding it, uh, to say the least. But to get back to the the cracking down on the pitchers, the advantage for pitching right now is so enormous that you can't let them have a greater advantage yep. because even when they're not cheating, they're damn near unhittable. Uh, and now we got the sweeper and we got, you know, these, we used to have, you look at, you got change up, fastball, curveball, slider. Now we got, now you look up at the board, they got like nine different pitches up there on that thing. And, you know, there's two, there's two damn many. This all started, by the way, way back with the, uh, split fingered fastball. That's, uh, that's when it all started the, uh. You know, when the, what, 25 years ago when the Houston Mike's, when was Mike Scott? Mike Scott 30 plus. came up, came did, up with the, the split. the Tigers drink. throw that, Patrick? Didn't yeah. Roger Craig taught that with the Tigers in 84, right? Yeah, might have been. Might have been, yeah. That wasn't good. It wasn't enough to beat the Twins, of course, but it was, uh, no, that was a little later, I guess. Tigers did win the World Series that year. So. Wasn't that a selling point with the Ricky Nolasco era? He, oh, he's got like six or seven he different did. pitches. Six yeah. different pitches. Yeah. And one and, of them's not good. But one, two problems. <laughs> they aren't that good, and he'd rather be in Europe running around with Giancarlo chasing women in the south of France than pitching. Muscle you cars, know, baby. He had his muscle most, cars in that garage. The world's most eligible bachelor who uh, doesn't really uh, give a damn about pitching. God, that oh was my. great. Judd, and I, it, Judd, I think you and I, maybe, we, we had Ricky, Ricky Nolasco. He was, or maybe it was Pat. I don't know, but I think it was Pat. Rick, Ricky Nolasco was about to come on 1500 ESPN radio. Oh. And, and we asked the PR team, Dustin or Mike or whoever, Hey, you know, what are some, what are some things, what are some topics he's into? Right. And the answer we got back was, um, well, he really likes cars. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Was he an opening day uh, starter too? We had him and Worley. We had the Vanimal yes. one year and uh, Ricky one year. Yeah, I might know Terry Ryan. Very. I was talking to somebody about Terry, and this guy was not a baseball guy. He said, "I really like Terry Ryan. I thought he was a great guy." I said, "He is a great guy, but how he got talked into giving forty some million to Ricky Nolasco is uh, had to pay somebody." Yeah, that's right. They had to pay somebody to make it look like they weren't. Yeah, they make it look they make it look like they were cheap, but oh, uh, that was uh, those were those were some bad days. I'm trying By to find way. if they had uh, if he made an opening day start here. It would have been. Would, well, I guess there was only really two options, probably. Two thousand would have been his first year he signed. Yeah, but did he pitch that day? I don't know if he did or not. Let's I don't, who else would have been? I don't know who was uh, the aces on that staff. You try to block those out of your mind. Uh, okay, 2014, and, the first game of the year was, wow, they opened against the White Sox, right? And, yes, Ricky Nolasco was the opening uh-huh. day starter against Chris Sale. 
And the uh, Vanimo was what? 2012, maybe the Vanimo was? 13 uh, against Detroit. 13, yeah. <laughs> so back to back, the Vanimo. Yep. And uh, the Vanimo, who was chucking for who? Great Britain. Great Britain. The, Great Britain. His jersey the, was screwed up. You remember hello? that? The, the, the G like came off. The G came off his jersey. <laughs> Looked like he was playing for Chico Bail Bonds, Bad News Bears. <laughs> Yeah, but hey, the, the World Baseball Classic was just fine. The fact that we had Czechoslovakia in there was uh, just fine. <laughs> the fact that the fact that team from Italy was, uh, I, I said, if your great grandparents were Italian, I think great grandparents were Italian, you were eligible. Uh, oh, that was uh, no, that was the Netherlands. The uh, yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody from the, uh, the I don't know. The last, the last, they got freedom from, they got freedom from Great Britain in 1976, but you were still eligible, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was something like that. You know, it you've got great. me, now you've got me down a rabbit hole here. I'm, yeah. I've, I've got the 2013 Twins pulled up. It is amazing. I think all of us tend to be, you know, the season starts and you try to uh-huh. be, all right, we're going to, let's give them a chance. You know, let's, let's see the, the best version of this team come to fruition. The pitching staffs we would try and talk ourselves into at the beginning of the season. Okay, well, maybe like 2013. Okay, if Mike Pelfrey, if Scott Diamond can bounce back, and if yes. Sam Deduno can control that breaking yes. ball, yes. Yes. maybe Pedro Hernandez can get some lefties out. You were right, Mackie. <laughs> yeah, well, we were there. They blame us. They left us. We should have left them, for God's sakes. We should have dropped. We don't want anything to do with you guys. Look at the pictures. Here's Pedro Hernandez. Pedro Hernandez. One year, I'm watching him pitch for the Twins, and the next, maybe two years later, he's the opening day starter for the Saints when they were in the Independent League. And he wasn't good over there. <laughs> Andrew Albers. Oh, they did have oh. Liam Hendricks for eight starts in 2013. Yeah, PJ Walters, remember that guy? Oh yeah, oh yeah, they great breaking. Of, yeah, little side armor. What he throw from here? I don't know. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Flurry, 31 shots, seven goals. That ain't good, baby. We now, the Gus is in for the rest of the series, right? I wouldn't count. I would not count. They're not going to have the Gus. Did you hear Dean last night? Huh? Did you hear Dean post game? None of this was on on the goaltender. None of the seven. This was not on the the goaltender. We played poorly, and this was not on. And this is what we've done. But guess what? When you play poorly, the goalie then has to give up three goals and give you a chance to win, right? Ideally, you yes. play poorly. You can't yes. give up seven. Every chance they have, every great chance they have to score, they can't score, right? Did he make a save of any memorable? Uh, did he? Wow, look at the flower. Did he make that one? He didn't give him. He didn't let him get that eighth goal. Way to go, flower. Way to kick that one out. <laughs> Yeah, he made one incredible save, and he immediately gave up a goal on the rebound. That's about okay. it. Yeah, so it didn't work out. Uh-huh. But, he, but, Pat, here, here's the problem. From what I heard, 
this was very much endorsed by the GM. Oh, of course. So this isn't just a Dino thing. This is a GM thing too. So I I am not confident that what you said about Gustafson having the net for the rest of the series. I'm not sure about Declan. I'm not completely confident. I'm not. Well, if he wins, if he wins game three, they're, they have to they have to ride him until he loses a game, How right? How did he not start last night though? I don't know. I don't know. He only made what fifty five saves. Fifty one saves, and then I heard, well, he was tired. So, well, first of all, the Dallas goaltender Ottinger started both games, and mm-hmm. second of all, Gustafson, I think, is twenty four. Who's the last twenty four year old? Oh, he's too tired. <laughs> Plus, uh, they got to Ottinger a little. He's not playing as good as he had been, right? He's not. Oh. He's not playing great right now. So they got a shot, but you can't have a sit. A, a, 37-year-old Siv in the net running around like a moron all the time, you know. Stay in the net. That's where you're supposed to be. Stay in the net. <laughs> you know, maybe they'll hit you with the puck if you're running around like a yeah. moron. That's you the know? key to goaltending. Give them a chance to hit you with the puck. <laughs> yes, that's right. He doesn't even give him a chance. He's laying around all the time. Oh, he's terrible. He was terrible. The season started, and they just had this great loyalty to him. They brought him back, and everybody wondered, why did they bring him back? And, of course, they brought him back because they got rid of Talbot, which was probably a good idea, and they didn't have anybody else. But, uh, he, he, I mean, when you got – you know, when Jacques was making all his goalie decisions, and the, it was much closer the, the, the whether to play Fernandes or Olison for was much closer for a while, right? And he didn't rotate them game, game, game. No. What he did was he went with a hot hand. So he would make a switch yeah. when the other guy started to struggle a bit. A big difference from having a guy make 51 saves and saying, pull up the a bench, kid. We're going to watch Mark andre yeah, Fleury but, play. But Gustafson's not going to go out there and give up seven goals and 31 shots. So no. you, you know that. I mean, the other he's not, you know, hey, you had a great career. You got to ride us all the way to the playoffs here. Sit down and enjoy life here, and Gustafson's going to play. Here's a beer, Flower. Here's a beer for you. Enjoy the bleeping game. What did he – it happened at 1 o'clock in the morning when they were interviewing him. What what did he have to say for himself? Uh, He was was disappointed, and he was upset at himself for letting in seven goals, and he let the team down. Yeah, just the, the, the good cliches. Okay. Yep. And yeah. then and Dean said, you know, we'll 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 continue to evaluate game by game with, with each goalie. <laughs> Dean even though the, even though the first goalie stopped forty two consecutive say, Dean, bucks. Dean, hey Dean. Jeez, this is Bud Grant Jr. here with the stare. But uh, Dean, uh did you uh uh, do you feel bad about playing the flower because he stunk tonight? That would have been a good question to start with, right? I we needed Last night we needed John Gilbert there to tell him how come he was wrong, right? Didn't we? That would yes, have been to coach yeah. to coach the coach up. Yes, we right. missed that. Yes. Meanwhile, uh, the ant showed up last night. Ooh, man, he was good, wasn't he? He the was third, incredible. Third it was... quarter, he was fantastic, and uh, they got back into that game. I couldn't believe it. What forty-one? They got four. They put a forty on him in the third period, and then yep. they then they got beat, of course, but. Uh, but that's his aunt hadn't had a game like that in a long time. Well, no, really. no, no player that young has ever put up 40 points and five or more three pointers. So it was a, it was yeah. a unique, a unique 
playoff performance by a yeah, when he makes his threes, uh, I I never like to see him shoot them. I don't have any faith that it was yeah. a three point shooter, but when they're going down and he's well, but rolling. last night he was. Re- I mean, he made some threes last night, but like he relentlessly got to the rim too. Yes, a yes. number of times. That's his game. I wonder what happened at ha- at halftime. Finchie didn't scream at anybody, so somebody somebody in there must have had the resolve to say, "Let's not just sit here and get our ass kicked by twenty points again." So yeah, I think it was, and they, they played, uh, they played great in the third quarter. Oof. And you know, down the stretch, they were still in it the last couple of minutes, but uh, maybe the win a game now. What the heck? I thought they were no chance to win a game. Uh, you know, the funny thing is we're talking about them playing eight. They're only playing eight, but Denver's only playing eight too. Yeah. I, Denver's I a little what. thin. Denver's a little yeah. thin. They don't have anybody banged up. Do they? Is that just their roster? It's 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 yeah. They've, I th- uh, they might have. I'd have to go look, but they're like their starting five is really, really good, and they can all play thirty-five, forty minutes. And then they're mm-hmm. just kind of they're kind of that's why they're probably going to run into trouble at some point in the Western mm-hmm. Conference playoffs. But yeah, by the way, um, they're playing eight, and Jordan McLaughlin's days as the backup point guard are over. When he, yeah. when uh, when uh, Mike Connolly sits. Anthony or somebody else handles the ball for him, or uh, Kyle Anderson or mm-hmm. somebody like that. Jalen so, Noel, yeah, it's a red. Yeah, and who? I don't know. I I had great hopes for him, but he hasn't had much of a season. Jalen Noel, he I guess he can't guard anybody. He's uh, he used to be a very good. Uh, there was times where he's a very good offensive threat, but we haven't seen much of that. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. what so. the heck? Friday, Friday. Uh, two what eight forty five starts uh, in in town here. One in St. Paul, one in Minneapolis. Oof. Put an extra yeah. pot of coffee on, and uh, don't forget to wear white to Target Center on Friday night. We're going with the the Are white we going out, white out, the white out. Hey, Target maybe Center. I'll wear my one of my favorite t shirts. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be there, so maybe yes. I'll wear one of my favorite t shirts. So. All right, we'll, uh, we'll right, look Pat. for you in the crowd there. Yep. All right, see you, Pat. Okay, bye. There he is, Roycey Unchained on Scornorth.